What is up, everybody? Thanks for tuning in to So I Was Thinking Podcast. This is Felipe with my co-host, Rowan. What's up? If you like what you hear, subscribe, leave us a like, share with your friends and family, get this podcast out there. Let's tune into the episode. <laughs> what is up, everybody? Welcome to the So I Was Thinking podcast. I'm Felipe. This is Rowan. And we are so excited that you joined us. This is entirely new for us because now we're also on video. I'm looking Ooh. at a few cameras while yeah. talking. If you want to see the video versions of our podcast, head over to our YouTube. So I was thinking... And you know what everybody says, Rowan? New me, new year, new me. And we did a lot of new things this year. So you can check us out on Instagram, on TikTok. Ooh. You can buy some brand new merch designed by Rowan himself. So smooth. You can check out our YouTube channel. We said <laughs> that one already. We're also on iHeartRadio. Our iHeartRadio. iHeart. iHeartRadio. Not our heart. Not our heart. Uh, and then... What else? I don't know. Oh. Oh, become a supporter. Yeah, That's you it. can become a supporter. So head to the link in our bio and hit become a supporter and you can help us. Which bio, Felipe? The one in our Instagram, the one in our YouTube, the one in, on Facebook, the one on just the one everywhere. Yeah, also TikTok. on Anchor, you can hit the link on Spotify and Instagram and iTunes. It's all there. It's all there. It's awesome. <laughs> I don't know what that was. I'm dying. Uh, great start to 2021. Uh, here we go. Also, this episode is once again brought to you by Rabbit Hole Productions. Didn't say foot this time. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to record a podcast, Chris, the Beast, Slayer, Dragon Master, Swenson is your man. Uh, if you want to record an album... He's also your man. And if you like the sound your fish makes right before you go to sleep, he can record that too. Now with video. But you can't borrow my phone to do it because that's what we're recording on. <laughs> <laughs> you good? Um, yeah. This episode also brought to you by Hydroflask. <laughs> you can't because say that. I can now. Send me a free bottle. So what are we talking about today, Felipe? Today's question is, <laughs> this was actually a really good question brought to us by one of our um, followers on Instagram. They asked, can I know God? Can Ooh. I know God? Is it possible for us as human beings to know God? Can I like really, really know him? Or is he just like some myth or just like out in heaven and I'm not supposed to have any relationship? Like, can we really know him? Interesting. I think, number one, this is kind of like our, what episode was it, where we gave the really quick answer? Does God change? It's kind of ah. like that, where we know the answer is simple, but sometimes situations don't make it so simple. So I think we really can know God, but sometimes it can feel hard to know him. But keep in mind, Jesus and Jesus was a very personal person, yeah. right? He went to Sinner's house. He was pretty much a door-to-door -door salesman for religion. The kingdom of heaven. Yeah. yeah. So 
he definitely got to know the people and he definitely got to know or and the people got to know him yeah kind of stumbled over my words there but you get what i'm saying so he definitely made an effort to create a relationship because like look at his disciples he hung out with 12 dudes for how many years three years? three and a half years yeah so he's definitely he wants to be friends with you and he wants to grow in a relationship with you but sometimes it can just feel difficult you know yeah exactly and i think this idea is is hard to like wrap your brain around because for the longest time and in most religions we don't we have to do so much to know god we have to do so much in order to earn our way to god and that's not the case with christianity at all right like we're looking at it and john we have it pulled up on our computers here that you can't see but feel free to look it up john chapter 1 verse 18 says no one has ever seen god but the one and only son who is himself god and in his closest relationship with the father has made him known right so jesus came to reveal god the father and jesus came to show us what god is really like and so that's a that's a cool idea to know because right like we we're looking at other religions like let's talk about buddhism and all of their gods or hinduism and all of their well buddhism has only one god hinduism has all of their gods you know like um uh, you know, where you, no one really knows what the prophet Muhammad looks like because they don't show his face, right? Like Allah, you don't know his God. The God of, even the God of Judaism is, is kind of a distant God because he showed himself once he left some laws for people to follow. And then, you know, they're still waiting for the return of their Messiah, but that's not the case at all with Jesus, Mm -hmm. Right, like Jesus came to make himself known. It was as if God was like, All right, I'm I'm no more no more hiding, like no more games. Here I am. Yeah. And I think an important thing to realize is God wants to be known, but the real question is, do you want to be known? Ooh. Ooh. Because I think a lot of the times we can't handle what God wants. So it's this uh, is definitely relevant to New Year's because we all have our New Year's resolutions and often we give up on them on the second week because it's just too tough. Exactly. And this is why trying to know God is so difficult because a part of knowing God is being humble and allowing him to speak into your life and have him try to fix the broken things and the sin in your life. Mm, And that can be really difficult because we as humans really want to hold on to those because that's who we think we are. Yeah. God wants us to look like him. He wants us to be a reflection of him and not of ourselves. Yeah. And, and the crazy thing is like the closer you get to Jesus, the more, you know, God, the more you see what he is like, the more you realize, the more you understand that, like, or actually the closer you get in relationship, the more you see the things in you that don't look like him. Right. And like, that's the whole point. Like Jesus says, if you, if you follow me, take up your cross and die to yourself. Mm-hmm. So much so that like later Paul writes in his letters to the church, Hey, I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. I've been crucified to my old self. Yeah. Um, and so like the more you know God, that's a really good point that like it's not about like all of the the fairy tales and all about like the the idea of um, just knowing God because it comes with 
some things. It's relationship, right? So like we're, you know, like the more I get to know Rowan and the more I get to know my best friends and, you know, the other people in my life, the more I realize what they're like. And the more, you know, like Rowan and his, some of his personality traits like rub off on me, like some of his jokes, like they rub off on me. Some of his sayings rub off on me and vice versa, you know, like, and, and that's the way it is in a relationship with God. And the more you get to know him, the more he and his essence and his perfection rub off on you. Mm. So that's just it. You want God to rub off on you <laughs> <laughs> through friendship, but in a much more real sense, because God technically isn't one person. There's three sides of him. There's the Holy Spirit, the Son, and God Himself. And I think in Exodus three thirteen through fourteen, uh, Moses speaks to the burning bush and asks who who the voice is on the other side and God introduces himself as I am. Hmm. So God has a name and he's willing to like reveal his name and he revealed it to Moses which was definitely a, I want to be with you. Yeah. And that I am goes next to a lot of things like I am who I say I am and all of that kind of stuff. Hmm. And that's really important because that's God being true and that's God being faithful. And that's God wanting to know know us and want us wanting us to know him. And then for the other two, we've talked about how Jesus had friends and Jesus wanted to be friends. But God sent the Holy Spirit so that we would have God with us. And I think that's the ultimate sign of God wanting us to know him. Yeah. Is that is through him sending the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Which I think is really cool. And I've always really thought the whole idea of the Holy Spirit was a really interesting thing. Because it's like, God not only sent his son for, to die for our sins, but he also sent the Holy Spirit so that we could actually live with him or be with him always. Yeah. That God would always be there for yeah. us. Yeah. And in the book of John, again, like Jesus is talking to his disciples and like, he, you know, again, he, like the very last few books of John is like Jesus's farewell speech, and he's trying to get as much information out as he can to his friends. And and Jesus says, like, "Hey, I am I am sending the Holy Spirit. Like, I must go, so that the Holy Spirit will come, and the Holy Spirit will remind you of all the things I taught you, and He will reveal me to you." Mm -hmm. Like he will, he will continue the relationship. And so like God, you know, like back in Exodus, just like you said, God reveals himself to Moses as I am. Like God shows up and he's just not like, hey, I'm, I'm the God of the burning bush. You know, like he's like, like I am. Yeah. He's you know, not like, playing any games. Yeah, he's, he's not. He shows up on the scene like ready to go. And the cool part is like only Moses, I mean, only Moses really got to know God. Like, like nobody else in the Old Testament. Like when you read the Old Testament, like Abraham had a relationship with God. David had a relationship with God. Some of the prophets had really cool relationships with God. But Moses got to know God. He was the first person that like God was like, hey, how you doing? This is, this is my name. This is who mm -hmm. I am. You know, like, and, and Moses had different experiences and, and encounters with God than anybody else in the Old Testament. But then Jesus shows up and we all get to experience him for the first time. Yeah. I think that's really cool. Yeah, the, the whole concept of Jesus coming here to be with us. Uh, I was reading this book called The Jesus I Never Knew, I yeah. think that's called. By yeah. Philip Yancey. By Philip Yancey, yeah. Haven't made it too far into the book, but 
the first chapter was talking about the birth of Christ and how it wasn't, it's not the perfect nativity scene. It was actually super chaotic because of how much scandal was behind it. And there was a ton of like political stuff behind it too, which made it seem impossible, yet it still happened. Yeah. So it was really, you can see, while reading the chapter about this, I could really see just God not it was kind of like Satan was trying to do everything in his power to keep what was happening from happening yeah but God broke through all of that just to get to us and I think that's super powerful and I think we really lose that in lose that today because sometimes in our situations we can get frustrated and we can forget that like God's there for you yeah. Even when you don't see it. Yeah. And 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 uh and then like Jesus shows up on the scene and and makes a promise that he's with us always and then he sends the Holy Spirit to prove it. Mm-hmm. Right? So like this idea of knowing God, yes, it is arduous, yes, it is long, yes, it is it is, you know, like the more you know God, like the more God transforms you into his likeness and the more, you know, like, you know, God, you start to see things in yourself that don't look like him and you and you want to change it. But like knowing God is not impossible. And and the cool part is, right, like you have to think about this in in, in like really big terms for just a second, that Jesus was fully God and fully man. Mm. And in Jesus, we see what it's like to be fully human as well. And Jesus, somebody that was fully human, knew God, knew God well, walked with God, had his life transformed by God in a sense, right? So like he had to, he, he had all of these moments with, with God where he went out to pray and when he went out to, you know, like he would go up to the mountaintop all the time and pray. He would go away from the crowd all the time to pray and to be with God. And he was, he was constantly, you know, like we would see him teaching in synagogues and he knew the word of God. Well, he was always, you know, like reading and teaching from, from just, you know, like the prophets and stuff in the, in the letters that they had, um, in, in Judaism. And he was revealing God to them. And, but he showed us that it was possible to mm-hmm. be fully human in the way that we are, with our mistakes, with our errors, with our humanity, really. And he showed us that, like, you, you can know God. And the people around him got to know God. Fully, fully human, but also fully God. And they got to walk with Jesus and know Jesus. And all of their lives were transformed because of it. Yeah. Cool stuff. Uh, that actually brings up... One of my, one of my favorite stories is, which is, um, Jesus being tempted by the devil, because mm. I always thought that was like the human side of Jesus. Like that's when you get to see it, because when Jesus was born, before that in the Old Testament, everybody kind of wondered, or they got to use the excuse like Job, uh, you don't know what it's like to be me. And so he was angry at God. You don't know what it's like to be down here. Why would you ever do this? And then God, when God sent Jesus, it was kind of his way of being like, now I know I'm with you. Like I've gone through the same things that you've gone through. Yeah. 
I I understand how tough it can be, but I'm with you. Yeah. And, and not only awesome. that, but like not not just like the temptation of Jesus, but yeah, like that's a good one because Jesus was hungry. Right? Like there are passages in the Bible that tells us that Jesus suffered death. Like Jesus suffered the loss of a loved one. Jesus had people in his life. I mean, Jesus Jesus was hungry. Jesus was tired. Mm-hmm. You know, like there are multiple instances of Jesus taking naps <laughs> in the middle of storms usually and putting people at risk. Not really because he's the God of everything, but like you're just taking naps because he was tired. And like Jesus was fully human. And, and but again, even in those circumstances, like he takes a nap, people wake him up like Jesus, we're going to die. There's a crazy storm. And Jesus just goes up to the storm and goes, shut up. And the storm stops, mm-hmm. you know, because he's fully God and it's crazy yeah it's crazy yeah I never actually thought of that until you brought it up Jesus is hungry and tired Jesus well, farted <laughs> I mean think about that. it yeah I wonder if they stink <laughs> <laughs> I mean everybody's do he can't be that perfect I mean he can but you know what I mean <laughs> he, he had to share in our sufferings but what a, what a, back to what we're talking about instead of Jesus farts. Uh, what a what a sacrifice play. You know, like it's hard to imagine going from God to having to eat. Yeah. Some of the some of the stuff like that in the Bible just kind of boggles my mind. You know. Yeah. Like it's just stuff. That I could have possibly fathom. Like, imagine being God and then being, and then deciding, you know what? Oh, sorry. Oh, you know what? I think I'm going to go to Earth. Yeah. And die. That would be fun. It you know, everything it. I just made, I'm going to go down there and <clears throat> peep it out instead of being God. Yeah, what's crazy is like Jesus walked around like. Right, like in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. That's Genesis. Um, but then in John chapter 1, in the beginning was God. Um, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was God, and the Word... No, I have it, but I don't have it. But God created everything, and we see Jesus introduced as the Word of God. And, and John tells us that the Word of God was what actually created everything, right? And mm-hmm. so, like, everything was created through the Word of God. So everything, in a sense, had to pass through Jesus. So Jesus showed up to a place that He Himself created. Like, when He got baptized in the Jordan River, He was like, I I dug out this river. Like, I put this water here. Like, I made water. Mm-hmm. And now I'm being baptized in it. Like when Jesus like walked on, you know, walked to Jerusalem, he was like, I planned out this hill. Jesus died on the hill that he created. Yeah. That's crazy. It is. That's what I'm talking about. Jesus knew. Yeah. And and the crazy thing is, is like, that's, this is kind of like, I I think this is what helps us in our, in our knowing and our understanding of God maybe in some ways it doesn't but in, in i feel like in a lot of ways it does like jesus is the perfect jesus is the only revelation of god right like he says i am the way the truth the life no one gets to the father except through me like he made it known that like this is it like mm-hmm. whoever else you're looking for whoever else you're waiting for they're not coming like ta da and 
we think that God is distant a lot of times. Like, I think this question really, like, can I really know God? Like, can I really form a relationship with God? Comes with the idea that I think we need to get over in our minds or, or kind of start to understand that God is not distant. God has done everything and He's crossed every border to get to you, to make a relationship with you possible. And so, like, you know, like not only did he send, send his word in the beginning, and that's how he started introducing himself was through the laws and through the prophets. But then he sent Jesus and he had his, you know, like the crazy thing about the New Testament of the Bible is that it's not, there are stories written by people that knew Jesus. And they're not stories. And I, I shouldn't have used that word. They're firsthand accounts. Because mm-hmm. none of the letters of the New Testament, none of the books of the New Testament are really like, I heard about this guy named Jesus. I think he lived here and there. I mm-hmm. think this is what he did. Like all of the all of the letters of the New Testament are people that were there. And they're like, so this is my friend Jesus. He showed up. He started multiplying fish and bread. I was like, whoa, that's crazy. And then John told me that he was at a party the other day and he turned water into wine. And I was like, what? Jesus, no invite. I heard you got some good wine, Jesus. <laughs> and then, you know, like it, it was just it, like these are people that knew him and they're writing about him as if they knew him. Mm-hmm. They weren't writing about him like, you know, like we heard that he was really hard to get a hold of. You had to form a line and maybe he would talk to you. And he sat in a cloud most of the time. And then every once in a while he would come and visit us. And that was Jesus. I mean, yeah. Look at what does is, what is John always say when he talks about himself? The yeah. one God loved? Yeah. The one Jesus loved. The <laughs> disciple Jesus loved. Oh, cocky. It is. But I mean, that's who he was. That's who all of us are. Like we're the ones that Jesus loves. Um, but it's crazy when you like when you start reading the Bible through that lens. Like these aren't people that like had no idea about Jesus. These aren't people writing. Like this isn't like a a history textbook where you're writing about somebody that read about Jesus. Like these are people that were like, yeah, I knew the guy. He was kind of weird. He did miracles and stuff, mm-hmm. but he was God. And and they they you know like they died believing that insane. Yeah. The probably I know you're telling me not to think of it as a history book, but in history, <laughs> the, the history of um, the early church I find very fascinating because how fast it spread. Was uh, like the part. coronavirus. It spread so fast. Not funny. Too soon. Um, it's 2020. It's over. <laughs> 2021. But 2021. Close. It's over. Close. <laughs> <laughs> but in the early church, one of the big reasons why it spread, Christianity spread so quickly, was because of the martyrs, and uh, Paul specifically was another big key factor because he was so vehemently against Christianity. And then overnight, he became a the believer, most diehard Christian you yeah. ever meet. And then all of the other martyrs, uh, mo- all of the disciples were killed. And people don't die over things that they don't believe. Exactly. And people saw that and became Christians as well. But I find that fascinating, that whole subject. I really enjoy in history class. Yeah. And then let's let's tackle this next question like because the truth is like can I really know God? Absolutely because 
Jesus came to reveal God. The Holy Spirit comes to reveal Jesus. It's like this circle, like the Holy Spirit reveals Jesus, Jesus reveals God. You can know God through fellowship, like through reading your Bible, through prayer, through worship, like you can know God. But I think like the question that begs to be asked is, do you want to know him? Mm, yeah. Right. Because we get that story. I, we didn't write this down in our notes, so I don't have it pulled up. But we get the story of like the rich young ruler, right? That was like, hey, he goes up to Jesus in the middle of the night because he doesn't want anybody to know. And he says, hey, Jesus, what do I have to do to get to heaven? And he goes, you know, like follow the Ten Commandments. And the rich young ruler is like, I already did that. And he's like, all right, then sell everything you have and follow me. Mm-hmm. And the rich young ruler walked away because it was too much. You know, like, if you follow Jesus, you have to leave your pride behind. If you follow Jesus, you have to leave your sin behind. You have to be a spiritual nomad. Yeah. You kind of have to, like, drop things in the dust and as as it comes up, you know? Like, it doesn't happen overnight. Like, you don't go, like, you know what? I'm, I'm the most hum- humble person overnight. It just happened. I met Jesus, and now I'm... I don't know what to tell you, but I'm more humble than you will ever be. You know, it doesn't happen like that. But over the course of a lifetime of knowing Jesus, like you, you just leave things behind mm-hmm. and it, and it makes getting, I was going to say it makes getting to heaven easier, but like really it just makes, it makes everything easier, right? Because you're being formed into the likeness of Jesus. You're more loving. You're more kind. You're more patient. You have more self-control. You're more humble. You are teachable. You are, you are hungry and thirsty for righteousness. You know, like there's that verse in the Bible as well. You know, like you are, you are just being formed into the likeness of Jesus. So like, yes, you're kind and caring. Yes, you speak the truth. Yes, you love. Yes, you stand up for what's right. Like all of these things and, and you live as you progress, like a, a more, and more sin-free life. But do you really want to know God? What, Rowan, here, off-topic question, what does it cost you to really know God? Wow, okay. Getting personal here. Um, for me, I feel like my time, dedicating my time to really getting to know God, because if I'm being honest... I don't read the Bible all that often. And in this new year, that's what I'm going to try to do. That's my New Year's resolution, just in case any of you guys were wondering. Hold them accountable. Comment on our YouTube videos. Rowan, have you read your Bible? (laughs) But, yeah, I think my big thing is I need to set time apart to really be with God more regularly. Yeah. For the most part, it's very irregular and whenever I feel like it, but mm-hmm. rarely do I ever feel like doing anything these days. <laughs> what about Isn't you? Isn't that the truth? I mean, if I look back, if I look back, um, like even to high school, if I, when I really wanted to know God, like I had friends that, you know, like didn't want a relationship with God either in high school or now. Um, and it cost me like saying no to things. It cost me saying no to going out to doing things. It cost me saying yes to other things. Like I was always at church. I was always, you know, like at home. I was always like praying. I was always doing whatever it could. Um, even now, you know, like what is it? What does it cost me to know God now? Like 
I didn't I didn't follow like the regular traditional like college plan, right? Like I didn't graduate high school, go to college, get that job that you always dreamed of. Like I went to high school, did an internship at a church, served there for three years, went back to New uh, went to New York where I grew up, um, served at my church there again for another three years, moved back here to Wisconsin, you know, like mm-hmm. it's and and all in pursuit of knowing God more and more and more and more and more. Like I don't really care. Like it it's cost me it's cost me what? Like somebody's dream job. It's not my dream job. You know, like my I actually kind of like this, you know, like I work a regular job and I get to do podcasts and I'm looking at all these cameras right now because I love all of you. Uh, Famous. <laughs> but, um, you know, like this is all in pursuit of knowing God, like this podcast, you know, like this costs, you know, like this is fun to do, but it takes up a lot of time. Like right now, like this episode is at almost 30 minutes and we've talked about knowing God. Like, and we put research into this. We're reading our Bibles. We're praying. We're, we're figuring out these questions, not just for the podcast, but for us, you know, like yeah. this is what it, this is, these are the conversations that Rowan and I have all the time. Yeah. That's how this whole thing started actually is because I had a lot of questions and me and Felipe would be in car rides, and I would just ask him. And then eventually we were like, hey, this could be a podcast. And, and now so it we is. started. It's a podcast. So a lot of these questions me and Felipe have talked over and kind of struggled through in the past year or two. Yeah. And, and not for the sake of just asking the questions, though. Like, I think, you know, at least for me, like when we have these conversations, my heart is genuine. I want to know God. You know, like if there's something out there where that like my life is teetering on or or whatever the case might be, like I want to know God. Mm-hmm. And it happens in moments like this. It happens in situations like this. It happens when you go to church and you know people and you get to like rub elbows with people that don't necessarily agree with everything that you agree with, but they're still there and they're still part of your family. And and then it happens when you sit in, you know, like, and you listen to podcasts about God and you, and you listen to worship and you get in your Bible. Like, this is how you know God. It's not a, it's not a one step, you know, one minute quick rice, whatever that stuff is, minute rice. Minute rice, yeah. Yeah, it's not minute rice. So you just put it in the microwave and ding, you know, God, it's like, you know, you got to work for it, you know, like, but, but all of that to say he wants to be known. Yeah. And Christianity isn't a one-time event. It's a lifestyle. Ooh, you better preach. And I think we forget that. Because I don't know if we've talked about this on the podcast before, but Felipe has equated Christianity to mountains and valleys. In the mountains, it feels really great, but life happens in the valleys. Ooh. No, you I better st- preach. You yeah, do this. This I is started, all you. I stole that from Felipe. That's fine. I would keep going. But it's true. We have these great experiences. Um, a few weeks ago, I talked about at youth conferences. That's how I found God. And then next week, I was in the valley. I was just doing life, right? And it's very easy to quit in the valley mm. because in the valley, you do what you're comfortable with. You do whatever you want to just get through it. And yeah. your only goal is to get to the mountain. But in Christianity, you find God in the mountain, but then God is with you in the valley. Yeah. And that's how you live out your life is with God 
in the valleys. And and that's that's still like just an Old Testament type of like narrative too, because like the Holy Spirit is with us in the valley, right? Like Jesus is with his disciples in the storm. Like God is not a mountaintop experience anymore. And 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 not that's not to say that we don't have mountaintop experience because just as a way of looking at it, right? But like we go and we get to see God and we get to have those big Jesus moments. But like we also have the Holy Spirit and He's there for when things suck. He's there for when like not that He's the fallback for when things suck. Like you know, like you get God at the conference, you get the Holy Spirit when everything sucks. But no, it's it's all the same. Like that's how He wants to show up in your life. And, yeah. and he's he's with you on the mountaintop. He's with you on the way down. He's with you in the valley. He's on. He's with you on the way back up. That's the Holy Spirit. Like that's 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 the good thing about knowing God is knowing He's with you. He wants to be known. That's good. But that was really good. Do you really want to know Him? It comes with the cost. It does. It's not. It's not. It's not rainbows and butterflies, and sometimes it is, you know, but like sometimes you have to check yourself. Sometimes you have to check your heart. Sometimes you have to look deep down inside and say, like, am I living like Jesus? Am I doing this right? Am I doing this right? And sometimes you have to have other people look at you in the eyes and, and ask, you know, like, are you doing, am I doing this right? Or have them just straight up tell you, you're not doing this right. You don't look like Jesus. And, and, you know, that's, that's, it sucks, but it's beautiful at the same time. Mm-hmm. But knowing Jesus has been one of the greatest decisions of my life. Yeah, definitely recommend. 10 out of 10 experience. Eh, 9 out of 10. I'm just kidding. See that, you was in hell. that was Actually, a joke. Actually, I won't. Because <laughs> I give Jesus 10 out of 10. <laughs> Brownie points. Wait, can you say that on a Christian podcast? Brownie points? No, see you in hell. If you're going there. Uh, I mean, that's a whole other episode because we can talk about this, what hell is like. Party. It's, that's uh, <laughs> I mean, sure. If you want but not, to. It's probably not. It's all about being separated from God eternally in a lake of fire. Sweet. Sounds like Florida. No, Florida has the beach. You get in the water and everything's good. It's Hell like it's just Florida without the beaches. Yeah, but like picture mosquitoes. Like all the mosquitoes, no beaches, no and sunburn. Endless sunburn. Sounds awesome. <laughs> and mosquitoes, the devil. Alright. <laughs> On that note. <laughs> have a great week. We'll see you soon in the next episode.